You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there as always your boys king josh josh the king big round fantasy fish what the fuck is going on guys how's it going a lot of a lot of fantasy football shenanigans still all mm-hmm. the off-season moves these silly yeah. gooses dude it's been nuts man so much well, fun I- though i'm really really like i've never had m- more fun in my, this is my favorite time of the year. Like I love football, I coach football, all that shit. But the off season was always my favorite, man. I can't explain why, but this one has been like fucking every day is Christmas. Yeah, I, get I mean you. it's just it's just it's exciting because well, especially this off season in particular because so many marquee players uh-huh. and big names. It's just and then it's funny like the Tom Brady retiring and unretiring is like old ass news now, right? Like. So much has happened this offseason. I forgot that Alvin Kamara got arrested. Oh, my God. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he's probably going to have to face some sort of suspension for it. Oh, he will face a suspension for it, for sure. I fucking totally forgot about that. But it's just crazy. Like, so much has happened that it's like, that's not even, like, big news anymore. Dude. I almost made a trade for him. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Chew on that for a little bit. Holy shit. Well, why don't we just go ahead and dive into some of these fantasy football shenanigans, off-season moves. Let's start off with the big one. Deshaun Watson is now no longer a Houston Texan, and he moved to the Cleveland Browns for a massive. Although, I will say, if it pans out, all sexual alleged ejaculations aside. I mean, this could pan out because Cleveland hasn't had a viable quarterback like ever. And you know, it it cost him three first round picks, a third rounder and a fourth round. So, you know, massive haul for, for, so, I mean, good on Texas because they're on a full on rebuild, but now they got a lot of draft capital. You got rid of your, got rid of your disgruntled quarterback. And now you don't have to deal with that headache. Huge. I don't. Do, I don't. I mean, I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's it's. Well, I, I read today that he like a second grand jury said he was innocent of all charges. Yes. I'm so like I'm really confused by this whole situation because you know people on Twitter it's such a toxic place to try to make a living. Yes. But God, man, <laughs> don't do it's that. Like they, they're just ripping this guy apart, and it's like, isn't he just got found innocent twice now? Well, he didn't get found innocent. They didn't have enough evidence to create charges. So, yes, but you're innocent like until proven guilty at the same time, right? So, right. so he's innocent, but he's it's really it's kind of like if you kill somebody and they don't have evidence, like you could get away with it because not because you didn't do it. But because like they didn't have a way to present evidence against you. 
Yeah, and it's it's not so. And the thing is, he's not going to get criminally charged anymore, but he could still face civil issues. So he could still have to settle out of court and pay these young ladies. Yeah, but he'll just well, settle. He's got the and, money to do that now. He'll yeah. just so. settle and pay it though, because if you look at like historically most big lawsuits, whether it's a corporation or a person, and they have the money like this, they just settle out of court because then they could settle and no more evidence or no nothing that you don't want to get made public gets made public because if they go to court not only can more evidence about the case go public but like other personal information that's involved could go public that he just might not want to happen you know so yeah they typically will settle out of court to avoid the headache i mean it's just i the only thing that just really bums me out about this whole thing it's, it's yeah you know innocent until proven guilty it's just unfortunate that you know, because my, my thing is this, whether, okay, fine, let's say he didn't do anything criminally. The fact that at least 22 women found that they had an issue with his behavior and they decided to seek some sort of legal action against him. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, and he got rewarded with a two, or I, I, I lost the thing for his, uh, actually, here is it. He got a five-year, two hundred thirty million dollar contract, and it's the contract is fully guaranteed. And then what they did too to top it off, the first year of his contract is only for one million dollars. So this way, all the suspensions he faces, it won't cost him that much money out of his pocket. So oh my, it's well, that's like, dirty. Yeah, that's, this I don't was, like that. I don't like that. You know what's you know what's that fucked up too is he was he was all being he was all a little. But her little pussy ass about it because he wanted to fucking go to a team that wanted to win. He didn't want any of that shit. He wanted $230 million in four years. If he wanted to win, he wouldn't be in the fucking Cleveland Browns right now. Yeah, for real. He would. He went, he went from Houston to Houston of the North. Like, you didn't change mm-hmm. it. He, all he wanted to get paid. I don't blame the guy for wanting to get paid. But, like, what a fucking hypocrite, you know? Like. Made no sense. I don't really. It just, I don't, I don't know. Really like I said, it. it just pisses me off that, like, I just feel kind of, and, and <laughs> from like a weird, like, moral standpoint, I'm going to have a hard time rooting for Cleveland and Deshaun Watson. It's just like, you know, the shit you pulled. I mean, it's a good thing. I'm so, I'd never be a Cleveland fan because I actually like teams that are good. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, more for a fantasy standpoint. And then also, like, it also affects, uh, you know, since it involves women, it was a sex crime against women. He's only going to face like a two-game suspension, six-game suspension. We'll see. He will be yeah, suspended he didn't, at some point. He didn't bet on the game, so he'll be all right. Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> Calvin Ridley, he bets on fucking FanDuel and misses an entire year. Fucking Deshaun Watson jacked off on, allegedly jacked off on twenty-two women, and he's just gonna he's gonna get a slap on the wrist. And like I said, and and the whole shady shit with the first-year contract of only being one million dollars, so he doesn't lose. Although, and then there's talks that he might go on the commissioner's exempt list, which is which is basically just paid leave. You don't know. Yeah. Face. The other thing too, like I don't want to hear it from no Cleveland fan either, though, because like you guys had no fucking problem cheering for Cream Hunt. None. That's true. That's true too. So I mean, like you're either against them both or you're not. My thing is, is like the way I look at football players is like. There's probably a lot of them that are shitty people. Look at like Aaron Hernandez, Kareem Hunt, Ray Rice. Like no one's, I'm not saying they're good people. I just think they're good at football. I can separate the two. 
Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. I don't know. Maybe just because it's recent stuff. Uh, come well, come football the, so, season. What are you guys going to do now with Baker with uh, Baker Mayfield? He's going to get cut. I, I don't think they'll trade him. I don't think nobody wants him. People would, should want him. He's not that bad. I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying he's at the caliber of player that Deshaun Watson is at on the field. But I think he's a solid. I mean, he's a solid I, quarterback. I think he either gets cut or traded to Seattle. The reason why I'm saying Seattle is because Seattle's been very vocal about how they're they're fine with Drew Locke as their quarterback. And you wouldn't publicly say a bunch of shit like that unless you're like trying to create a smoke screen at, as kind of like sneaky Pete Certainly. Carroll was talking. Well, he was talking about how Russ Wilson was long-term goal for Seattle and or, uh, that they weren't going to do anything with Russell Wilson. He was their guy. And then he got traded to Denver. So it's kind of like, so now you're saying, yeah, Drew, Drew Locke's our quarterback. We're fine with our quarterback room. No, you're probably working on trade for Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield, but I think it's going to be Baker Mayfield. I don't. Here's why I don't think Baker Mayfield will be, will be traded. They should have traded him before they traded for Deshaun Watson and just hoped they could have either signed another free agent, landed Watson, or landed Garoppolo or something like that. Because now... Teams know they have to cut him. So yeah. why don't we just wait till they cut him? Not to give up any capital. I mean, they don't have to cut him. They could just have a very disgruntled backup quarterback. They don't have to, but it, it would be stupid to not. I mean, help the salary cap a little bit. I mean, they'd probably take a dead, a dead cap hit, but why would you keep him around? He's disgruntled. You just cut your losses at that point. So, like, why? Cleveland probably trying endlessly right now to trade him. But if you're if you're on the other if you're the other team, a lot of teams already got their quarterback. There's only a few left. Just wait for them to cut him. Listen, a lot of teams have made some very bad decisions at quarterback, but I you know, maybe it'll work out for them. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Atlanta. I'm also <laughs> looking at you, Pittsburgh. Moving on. The Atlanta Falcons have traded Matt uh Ryan, Matty Ice, to the Indianapolis Colts for, for a, a fucking uh, third round pick. I know. Like, you know, not that Matt Ryan's like God some damn. young spring chicken, but he's a good, he's a very good quarterback. And you traded more. him. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a not shitty a third round pick too, because they're probably going to be good. I'm going to, uh, all right. I guess I'll play the other side here. Cause I actually am not a big Ryan guy. I think Ryan was good. I think he was an MVP level quarterback. I think recently he's been uh how do I put this nicely? Shitty. Hadn't been that good. I agree. He's been he's been on a team that's dwindling and I get it. You you lose fucking Julio Jones and essentially Calvin Ridley in one season. Because one guy can't start can't get off the betting site and loses his mind and the other guy just Apparently can't play anymore because he's still out there to be picked up. Nobody wants him. But I don't know, man. I feel like it's the culture is such a weird. They're such a weird organization. They've had a different quarterback since 2012 every year. 
Is that what I said? Or yeah. Yeah, it's something like 2012. that. Here's I guess I agree with you to an extent. Like he's definitely on the on the tail end, you know, like he's regressing. But this is like a perfect opportunity. They're not gonna throw the ball a lot. They can True. get away with the quarterback. Like when he was in Atlanta towards like these last couple of years, they had to throw the ball all the time. I mean, he still threw for what is it? Almost four thousand yards, just under by like forty yards, twenty touchdowns, twelve interceptions. If he can do that, maybe even a little less in Indianapolis, they'll be fine. Will he be a fantasy? Will we want him in fantasy? No. But the team itself will be solid. I feel you. I can dig I can dig that. Uh, a little more quarterback news here. Saints are re-signing quarterback Jameis Winston to a two-year contract for $28 million. I actually think that's a good that's move for much. them. I don't know. I mean, it's they probably needed to pay him a little bit. Otherwise, he would have walked somewhere else. And he's at least young. And, I mean, honestly, okay, would you rather have Jameis Winston or any of these rookie quarterbacks coming in? Every one of the rookies. Really? No. I'd rather have Jameis. <laughs> Dude. Jameis Winston looked good before he got hurt last year. Not good, good, yeah. but like he was, he was they okay. Went five and two. Like if they like rein him in a little bit, he, he threw fourteen touchdowns. That's a little inflated because he had, I think, five and four in two different games, but only three picks. And the the big knock on Jameis Winston was he's an interception machine, and like they kind of reined him in a little bit. I I'm a Saints fan. I don't think we we're going to be very good, but for what was out there, I think it's. Better than most options that were out there. The team's not going to be that great anyways. So, I think they would have been a stud. Studly move to go get Garoppolo. Yeah, Director Ross says we need to talk about how you thought Jimmy Garoppolo would have garnered a first-round draft pick. Well, Director Ross is an asshole. All right. (laughs) You know what? And I'm all right. Here's let me let's let's keep this fucking train going here. I do think I still believe a first-round pick is coming. I think he's. I think he stays in San Francisco because nobody's gonna. Nobody wants him right now, right? The the market is it's saturated. It's it's gone. It's dead. What's gonna happen is he'll come back to San Francisco, be the starter. Come week seven, they're seven and zero. He's playing great. All these other teams, the ones I just mentioned, uh, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. We're like, what the fuck are we doing? We got to make a trade. First round pick, Garoppolo. I see. It's happening. I see him trade. I see him being traded in the middle of the season. Also, I don't know if he'll start for the 49ers in the meantime or not. We we they, we don't really know how Lance is going to look if he's if he's improved or not. But I see it more of a not a team that's desperate for a quarterback because I think if you're desperate for a quarterback, you would have already traded for him. I see this being something like you got a decent quarterback or you got your guy and they get hurt and your team is. Or they show their true colors. No, no, I'm thinking of a team. I'm thinking a team that's like in contention, you know, say it's week six and they're five and two and their quarterback gets hurt. They don't want to throw the season away with a backup. So they go trade for Jimmy. I just wish we were a video show because as you were talking about how San Francisco is going to be 7-0, and I wanted to put a disclaimer at the bottom that says, Rome is a San Francisco 49er fan. So. 100%. That should be known to all of our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, that's it for quarterback movement. We got a lot of wide receiver movement. Juju Smith-Schuster 
has now actually you know what let's well i'll go ahead and say that then we'll we'll, we'll do the whole kit and caboodle in one thing so juju smith schuster signs with the chiefs same day that juju smith was it the same day I don't know. Either way, very, very, this is the next day. Mm. The day that Juju Smith Schuster, he did one TikTok, and then Tyreek Hill demanded a trade or (laughs) was seeking a trade from the Chiefs. And he ended up getting traded to uh, the Miami Dolphins for a massive haul, too. So good on Kansas City. Kansas City received five draft picks a 2022 first round pick and second round pick a fourth round pick and a fourth and a sixth next year. So Kansas city, you know, just got a major haul for, for Tyreek Hill. And then, and then to replace Tyreek Hill, the Chiefs signed Marquez Valdez Scantling from green Bay. So I know that was a lot to digest right there. So let's, let's go ahead and, and break it down. We start, we piece start with the piece. chiefs, right? We're going with the chiefs. We're not yeah. talking about Tyreek yet. So I think the big downgrade for the chiefs in general, right? I think Patrick Mahomes will take a slight downgrade. Kelsey, they can now, now the thing is with the defenses can just double Kelsey where they couldn't before. Juju's good, but he's not Tyreek Hill. The Marcus Valdez scaling thing to me is, is more of a depth piece. I think they're going to try. They're going to have to try to draft one or two receivers, probably two, maybe more. They have the capital for but it now. Marquez Valdez scaling is hot garbage. He, he catches less, <laughs> Thank you. less I was than say less garbage than, truck juice. <laughs> he's hot garbage truck juice, like on a on a LA mm. summer day. The garbage mm. truck's been going around all day. Starting to stink. That just that sour water. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's just yeah. leaking out the back. Just that's Marcus Vela scaling leaking out the back there. Um, he was sucked with Aaron Rodgers. Why is like I said it pre-show? Aaron Rodgers is a very conventional quarterback, and Marquez Vela scaling can't get it done. Um, Mahomes is kind of unorthodox. Runs around, throws the ball. I don't think Marquez is going to adjust to that in a positive way at all. I, I really think it's just a depth piece, honestly. The number two receiver on the team right now, in my opinion, is Josh Gordon. We don't know what he's been. It's going to be Clyde he's been out of football for so long. Well, Ronald well, Jones is interested in signing with the Chiefs too now. So I mean, are we forgetting about Hardman? Because yeah. he sucks. Yes, we are forgetting about him. He, listen, he but every, he would be the deep threat. This this Marquez the MVS signing is every every so offseason we talk about how this is going to be the Michael Hardman year. It's not. It's he's like Fetch. It's just not going to happen. It's only been one offseason. But like my my thing is, is you know, kind of like what you, we were talking about a pre-show. Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, you know, coin flip on who's the better quarterback. But Mahomes or Rodgers is probably a more accurate quarterback. Probably. I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Yeah, probably. But, but if Aaron Rodgers couldn't make MVS a thing, Mahomes isn't going to make MVS a thing. I think this, I like, the like Mc- losing Cole a player. Hardman take. What was that? Hmm? So I like the McCall Hardman take, actually. Yeah, he could be kind of forgetting about him. He's improved pretty much every year he's played. I'm looking at his stats right mm-hmm. now. His catch percentage went from 63% to 66 to 71. His yards went up. His, his touchdowns have been up and down, but... He has also his playing time's been up and down. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the, see the ADP for him is right now. But I mean, if Hardman's available Slow. in like the tenth round, by all means, have at it. Um, but my thing is just, uh, th- th- I think this. You know, last year I talked about preseason, 
how the Chiefs dynasty was coming to an end. And I think this is now just the now granted, who knows? Like, you know, Andy Reid's one of the smartest NFL brains. And depending on what they draft this year, you know, that could greatly affect it. But as as it stands right now, I think this hurts the entire Chiefs offense. Like, in my opinion, Mahomes, he's not the quarterback one, you know, Kelsey. I mean, he's getting older and now you're going to double team him because you can. Because now you don't have that. Because, you know, spoiler alert, Tyreek Hill's better than Miko or uh, Marquez Valdez Cantling, you know, and, and uh, to lose and, a player and like Michael that. Hartman, you, you were right. Yeah. He's better than both yeah. of them. Well, well and, then, and then also, teams, like. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, teams kind of figured out a way to stop it or slow it down when it was Hartman, yeah. when it was Hill and Kelsey last year. They played that, that two over the top. It didn't stop it by any means, but it slowed it down a little bit. Not a lot of teams were – it wasn't successful for every team, but the teams with good defenses were able to do it. That's going to be even easier. Yeah, and then also like, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, he needs a true alpha number one wide. I was so excited because you're right. It was the day before Hill wanted the trade. I was actually like, dude, Juju might be a fucking stud again. Uh Like he might be worth an early draft pick. He's young. Like his dynasty value, in my opinion – shot way up because of the trade, the, the signing with Kansas city. And I was so excited. I was like, dude, he, he could easily get, he could be the thousand yard eight plus touchdown conversation. If Hill was there. Cause he need, cause when, when Antonio Brown was there, he was a fucking monster. AB uh-huh. leaves and Juju is poop. You know, it yeah. was, he was untradeable. I had, I had zero shares of him. I had zero interest in Juju cause he sucked. But then you come to Kansas city, much better quarterback, and you got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. God damn, Juju's going to be a monster. Hill leaves. Now I want no. I have no interest in Juju Smith-Schuster again. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, actually, that's a lie. He he he's going to be better because he's going to be with a better quarterback. Because old Big Ben Roethlisberger just wasn't getting it done. But but now Juju. I mean, if he's like my wide receiver flex, maybe I'm cool with it. Yeah, but I, I just can feel that. I take him as a three or probably a low two even. The the thing with the thing too is Kansas City's probably going to throw the ball more than Pittsburgh did also. Yeah. Well, then also like like you said, if they draft two high wide because there's some great wide receivers coming into this draft, we'll eventually do our rookie wide receiver episode. But there's some really good wide receivers in this draft. Like there's a lot I'm actually very excited about. And if one or two or three of these guys get drafted by Kansas City, not I'm definitely not interested in Juju Smith-Schuster anymore. <laughs> so, so and then okay, so now we'll look at the other side of that trade. Tyreek Hill to Miami. Um Tua has no arm cuz yeah. you know, I got to say I got I got I got to cuz you made me laugh so fucking hard the set you you put it out in the oh, in, in the, the message in the right away text. yeah, yeah you, the first thing you said is like man i'm i cannot wait for tua to underthrow hill all season long yeah and i was like dude that's fucking exactly what i was thinking I mean, he just doesn't have a cannon like that Tua, Tua, he's a very accurate passer and but that hip because you know the quarterback throwing motion is a full body motion. A lot of it's in mm-hmm. the hip. He hurt that hip. He doesn't mm-hmm. have that deep throw. He doesn't. So the only like, because it's funny because yes, Waddle has elite speed. I'm excited for Waddle because now Waddle can play the slot. You put Tyreek on the outside, and but if you look at all of Waddle's explosive plays, it was in like slant routes. 
Uh-huh. It was no, it wasn't like deep balls because fucking Tua doesn't have it. He just doesn't. And and it's funny. I was seeing some of these fucking people on on uh, on Twitter talking like, "What do you mean Tua doesn't have the deep ball?" No, he fucking doesn't. Did you guys not watch him play? Like all he did was underthrow players. That's all he does. I think it's a great great move for Waddle. I think Waddle's gonna be sneaky amazing because now you have a true you know, wide receiver one opposite to Waddle. Cause now they can get rid of Devonte Parker. Um, like minor news, people are, are calling Miami with interest in Devonte Parker, you know? So that's, that's fine. So now you have a legit stud wide receiver. Now he'll, ugh, he's not that he's not in that conversation of top five wide receivers anymore. Here, here's where I think you might, be a, not wrong, but I think that there might be something to it. You got to remember who they just brought in as their head coach. They brought in Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel's coming from San Francisco. I think they're going to use Tyreek Hill very similar to how they use Debo. I know that they're not exactly the same player, but with how they motioned Hill or with how they motioned Samuel, I can see them using Hill exactly the same way in that offense and finding a lot of success doing that. I mean, this yeah, guy's going to be everywhere. Hill's smaller than Debo. Debo's a big boy. Debo's like 6'1", 222. Hill's, Hill's smaller than Debo, certainly. He's not going to be used in that running back format that, that Samuel was last year. I think Hill is going to be – but Hill's so much faster. There's nothing more – there's nobody more elite when it comes to speed than Hill. You put him on an end around – you put him on a fake end around and then drop it back to whatever you want to do. You can get so creative if you've got a creative coach, which I believe Mike Daniels is, or Mike McDaniels is. I feel like he's he's gonna find a he's gonna find where to put Hill, and I think it's gonna be special. That's what I, I, that's what I think they're gonna do, right? They're gonna play like a West Coast style offense. They're gonna try to get them get Hill and Waddle in space, and I think they'll be successful. I. And I think they they know Tebow's or Tebow Tua's <laughs> the you know his shortcomings and his arm strength they 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 know it they can still use the player to their advantage now is Tyreek Hill going to be what he was in Kansas City probably not no. but I think he'll be just fine I think Waddle'll be just fine like yeah they'll they'll drop down the board a little bit but they'll be just fine no I mean they're they're don't like don't don't listen to what I'm not saying. So Hills, he's not going to be top five in my opinion. He's in my opinion, he's going to be somewhere between wide receiver 10 through 18. Cause I mean, Waddle was what wide receiver 13 or something like that last year, but, um, or 16, I don't know. Waddle was very good this last year, but now you add a guy and you paid him a lot of money and gave a lot of draft capital to him. So they're going to, you know, follow the money. Sometimes they're going to be looking Hill's way a lot. They're going to underthrow him a lot. You're, Hill's going to lead the league in targets. He's going to get like 150 targets, but he's going to get like 80 catches. Yeah. Cause half of them went <laughs> don't, short. Don't, don't rule out Miami getting a different quarterback. Tom Brady. Mm. There's rumors. I don't, I was going to mention it, but it's, it's a rumor. And it's, it came from the same guy who said he's going to Tampa Bay, so maybe he has a little merit, but not much. But even then, they could be a candidate for Baker, Garoppolo, if they aren't, especially like four games into the season, if Tua's not getting it done, you know, 
It's his third year. Garoppolo, coach, is familiar with him. You never know. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know. I, I am excited to see what Miami does because, you know, bringing in all the running backs, they're all in. So I kind of I kind of think they actually might be like low key looking for a quarterback because uh, to uh, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's Garoppolo. Maybe it's Baker Mayfield. You know, they're both better than two, in my opinion. So. All right, moving on. More wide receiver news. Tennessee Titans acquired Robert Woods from the Rams in exchange for a sixth-round pick. And I don't know. That's not a bad signing. I get it. That's a great – I think that's a great move by fucking Tennessee. Dude, they – I don't want to say they had the Rams here, but so you got him for, like, a fucking sixth-round pick and a charms blow pop. Like, dude, Bobby Trees is fucking dope. I love Bobby Trees. Blow pops are pretty good, man. <laughs> I agree with you. They are, but I don't know if I want to trade a guy like Bobby Trees for one. Because dude, that well, guy look what they is, got I'm though. He's so good. Look who they got on their t- like they've got. They're so deep at wide receiver that it's like there was going to be an odd man out. We all knew that. But they're but are they that deep anymore? They've got Cup. Certainly, that's fantastic. Well, it depends what you yeah, think of Allen Robinson. Them, they got Allen Robinson, and trust me, everybody at least early on. If we have listeners from early on. They know my love for Allen Robinson. It runs very deep. I was heartbroken last season. It hurt me too. <laughs> yeah, I think that he can be a stud in this offense, and he probably will be. But after those two, OBJ's gone. Woods Dude, is Van now Jefferson gone. was solid. Van Jefferson was solidly average. They never used him. When they used they him, he's he in the same, but he's in the same position now as he was then because he was that guy essentially. All a year. Yeah. I mean, he could fill Robert Woods' role, I feel like. Maybe. But it's, the Rams seem so... Not stuck. But I think that... I think the Robert Woods role is going to go to Allen. Cup's got his own role, and that's what he's always going to do because he's the best at what he does. It's not even close. Yeah, but why would you change it? Cup should have been the league's MVP. <laughs> No, I'm not saying you should change that. I'm saying that Van Jefferson is not – I don't think he's going to take Woods' role. I think he's going to oh, keep no. the same role that he's had, and they're just stuck in that role. He had 802 yards with six touchdowns on 50 receptions last year. That's pretty – Yeah, but, that, but Van Jefferson's stat line, that's from like two games, three games. <laughs> if, if, you, if, you look, if you actually look at it. Yeah, that's true. Like he had like three or four massive games. And the rest was all just kind of like one catch for 26 yards. Well, but he no, wasn't but on the just, field I, I, a lot. Correct. That's kind of what I'm getting at is like, yeah, he, well, he showed those him. flashes. He showed those flashes, though, of like they could put him on the field more. So what you're trying to say is hang on to Van Jefferson if you're playing, if you got him in Dynasty. I would. At least see what too. he does. I would, too. Especially with, uh, no, but although we're not talking about the Rams, we're talking about the Titans. I think this is a good move for Robert Woods. Um, we'll see. I mean, hopefully he comes back healthy and strong, plays well. I for like them. it for him playing across AJ Brown. Hell yeah! Kind of like the I mean, Juju he's play with type, Tannehill, but the Juju type player. Well, and Derrick Henry takes all the passing game away. They just run the ball. Maybe he's got a little more juice in his tank than uh, Julio Jones did. Yeah, well, he's definitely a willing Woods is definitely one of the most willing blockers at wide receiver. And I think it's going to definitely pan out well for old uh, 
Henry. I know you don't need to block for him very much considering he's a he's human a tank. Goddamn, yeah, he's, he's just, the incredible Hulk. <laughs> he's so amazing, but yeah, I think it's going to be great. Um, moving on. This is small wide receiver news, but I think this is a name to keep an eye on. James Washington, former wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers is signed with Dallas. I think this is a Dude. sneaky, sneaky name to keep an eye on. Cause you know, CD lamps a stud, but Mari Cooper's gone. Cedric Wilson's gone and Gallup did get paid, but Gallup got hurt late in the year. So Gallup's more than likely not going to be ready at the beginning of the season. James Washington could sneakily be, a stud because he's going to fill in that Omari Cooper, you know, Michael Gallup role for X amount of weeks. And yeah, the fact that I, he's okay. I think he's unrostered in most dynasty leagues. Probably. I don't know. Unless he's you're another in like a player 30. that's, he's kind of the similar to, to Van Jefferson, like showing flashes, but never really given a chance. Like here's now he's got his chance. He's definitely well, and- worth like a, a late pick. But Dak Prescott's better than old Ben Roethlisberger. Certainly. So I I, I like I, – I love that. Um, you know, he now he did run a lot of his I, – I read if they – reading thing right there. He ran a lot of uh, routes out of the slot last year. Uh, so they're projecting him to be that uh, this upcoming year for Dallas. So I, I don't know. I like – so watch, watch out for James Washington. He's definitely worth a – if I can, I will try to pick him up in every league. If I yeah. if I can, I think it's I think that'd be smart, man. I think this guy, yeah. just to touch on it here with you, Joshy, dude, he was buried behind so many good players, so many They're good like wide nine receivers wide receivers in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, and you get buried behind all these. Like this guy was a fucking stud in college at Oklahoma State. I mean, he was. They were there was talks that he was one of the top guys coming out back in fifteen. When he was only a sophomore, he played all the way till he was a senior. I mean, he got thirty-nine touchdowns, over fourth, over forty-five hundred yards, or just about forty-five hundred yards on his career. I mean, this guy—he can get it all done. He's a big-body boy. He's a lot like Debo Samuel. I think he's going to be great. I think I—it's I, funny. I put him a little star next to his name when I was breaking everything down. Like this guy's going to be a fucking sneakers. I and, like uh, it. The last bit of wide receiver news I have, minor news, but still definitely something to keep an eye on. Jamison Crowder signed with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's taken over that Cole Beasley role. Um, I expect him to immediately take a starting position, probably over Isaiah McKenzie. So it's probably going to be the Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, Jamison Crowder show. And actually, I like that move because Jamison Crowder, when he's healthy, he's actually a very good slot wide receiver. He's, I mean, you know, not to be like too bold or whatever but when he's healthy he might be one of the top slot receivers in all of football like when he's healthy he's really good it's just he's been plagued by injuries and horrible quarterbacks that people played by the jets yeah yeah and you know he started off with the what the washington redskins back when they were still the redskins was pretty good there then went to the jets and the jets are just they've been dog shit for years with horrible quarterback play. And he was good. He did his best with that horrible quarterback room. And now he's going to go play with Josh Allen, who's probably the best quarterback in football right now. Yes, please. This I'll, was, I'll take This it. is one of my favorite things about offseason is like there's all these players who are good on bad teams, and then they get to go to a good team, and now we really get to see like their true potential. Yeah, the, I, the I'm one, excited. The, 
the one worry I had was the rumors about them moving digs. It's a rumor, but I guess there was like people offering trades for digs. Now, I think they'd be stupid to trade him, but would that unless you get a Tyreek Hill him? deal? <laughs> right, that's true. If I, if I could get fucking two first round picks for, for digs, I'd be like, yeah, have at it. Sure, <laughs> but I think no, but, I think but, it'd be solid there. Yeah, I, I think this and and again, Jamison Crowder, he's a name that's not sexy. He's probably on your waiver wires in Dynasty, and you're going to be able to draft him in like ninth plus round in in redraft. I mean, I haven't done my my rankings yet, but he's probably going to be pretty late. So. Poor Gabe Davis, man. He's just he's going to be that James Washington, just never he's going to get buried every time. He's just never going to get that shot. I bet he runs two. He'll be this. He'll be the number two guy though this year. He'll get he his, he should be. He'll get his shot. All right. Uh, moving on to running back news. Seahawks re-signed Rashad Penny to one year deal. To me, this is more a Chris Carson thing than a Rashad Penny. <laughs> you had stink face over there, Rome. What's going on? <laughs> I can fuck Rashad Penny, dude. Guy sucks, man. Dude, he was so good. Do we know if Chris Carson's going to be healthy even? Like, he had a neck injury. They weren't even sure if his career was going to be over. They're saying that in uh, he was recovering well from his neck surgery uh, when they were checking him out back in December. So we'll see. Um, I mean, in terms of dynasty, I still think Chris Carson's a hold. I Now, I, I wouldn't really be actively pursuing him, and you probably couldn't trade him away right now. You can't. Um, I tried. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd hang on to Chris Carson, but to me, the the re-signing of Rashad Penny to me sounds more like a Chris Carson thing. So I mean, I, I like Chris Carson, and I really hope he's okay. But I mean, you know, there was talks that his career could be over, and signing Penny might be a sign that this could be towards the end of, uh, of well, Carson's Chris career. Carson's always had injury problems aside from his neck. So, but a neck one's sense. a bad one. Yeah, it is. It, it made uh, it made Andrew Luck retire. It made um, fucking Peyton Manning's arm fell off because of it. You know, New York Football Giants signed Matt Burrito to an undisclosed contract, so they missed out on the JD McKissick sweepstakes. So they went for Matt Burrito. Gross. I don't know. Just just a name. Keep an eye on. Uh. Duke Johnson went to the Buffalo Bills as well, but there's been rumors that he probably won't even make the team. Uh, Leonard Fournette brought back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So good I on them. I love this. That's a great signing, especially now that Rojo's gone. And this is purely for, I mean, granted, it was purely Fournette's backfield last year, and he was an absolute monster. What was he like, running back four or five? Some sh- he, was, he was a top running back. Love that. Love that for him. So San Francisco 49 has re-signed Jeff Wilson. Does this mean Trey Sermon's never going to be a thing, Rome? That's correct. What do they hate? Dude, didn't they take him in like the second round? Uh, they took him in the third round, and they shouldn't have. And Well, I'm guessing you know <sighs> they better. didn't know that they struck gold <laughs> with Elijah Mitchell in like the seventh or sixth or whatever. But, right. uh I just, man, they just really don't like Trey Sermon. He's just, he does, you know what? He, he just lacks explosiveness. 
he's just a big old rambler, and it just doesn't work in, in that offense. Like you need to hit holes and and get through the line. And he is can't he gonna do that. is he gonna be the goal line back? I would imagine so. But dude, Mitchell can bang. Like Mitchell can be their guy. One hundred percent was the goal line back last year by himself. Here's the thing, Trey Sermon. He had, he didn't play a lot. But the time he had the most carries was 19 carries, and he had 89 yards. When you give Mitchell 19 carries, carries, he was well over 100, he was around 120 yards a game. So he's yeah. exceptionally better to play Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. And then last bit of news, got a couple tight end signings. Austin Hooper signed with the Tennessee Titans, uh, formerly of the – That's it. actually not a bad – I actually don't mind that one so much, especially because um, – don't they not even have a tight end in tight in Tennessee? He's going to be their starter. Exactly. I'm pretty sure. And, and historically speaking, Tannehill has liked tight ends, especially ones that can catch Hooper can catch. So sneaky tight end two with upside, but then this is the uh-huh. big one. This is the one that I love, especially me being a charger fan, but still, I think this is a great signing. Gerald Everett, former Seahawk, former Ram signed with the chargers. I think this is a great signing because Jared cooks out Donald Parham, you know, maybe they're just not completely sold on, on him yet, which is fine. You know, it's, this is huge. Um, Gerald Everett, you know, kind of like we were talking about guys get buried. He got buried on the Rams because they had Robert Woods, Cooper cup, Tyler Higby. Um, So he got buried, but he's super athletic, great physical bodied tight end. He can block, he can catch. Now he comes to the Chargers who needed an athletic pass catching tight end. And I think he could be a sneaky I think Rome, don't you have Everett in our Dynasty League? Yeah, so you're probably very excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I couldn't be th- more thrilled. I loved him last year. He showed such great flashes in Seattle. Yeah. And I and I think this he's gonna definitely fill that cook void from last year for the Chargers, and I think he's going to be well, fantastic. Wasn't it like week yeah. one last year with Seattle where Everett went like 50 yards and a touchdown? And it's like, fuck yeah, this is exactly what It was early, we, yeah. It was, it was early. It was early in I the year. I think he had two. Yeah, he yeah, had two touchdowns. Yeah, and we were like, fuck sure. yeah, this is what we thought Everett was going to be. Because I, I, uh-huh. I was a big Everett to Seattle honker. Like, I, I was really into it. And then they just seemed to never use him ever again. And then, and then uh-huh. every now and then they would have a scheme for him. And when they schemed for him, he was great. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Yep. Herbert does look to his tight ends. He looks to his tight ends in the red zone. Even Parham got like what a few touchdowns last You're year, like five or something like that. So. Yeah, that's great. That's a good sign. Here's one thing that that I like about Everett here. He played with the Rams with Jared Goff for four years, and he was around a sixty six percent catch percentage. But when we went to a quarterback who's accurate, he bumped up ten percent on his catch percentages. So he hmm. caught 76% of his catches last year. Like, he's got good hands. Like you guys said, he could block. Herbert uses his tight ends. It's, it really should be a great fit. I mean, uh-huh. the, the best thing is, is Everett, you could probably get him basically for free in drafts in, re, in season long because he'll probably be like the tight end, like 18 off the board because he, he might not, like, you know, I, I think in a lot of leagues, he didn't even get. No, no, he he probably did get drafted, but I mean, you know, right. when he was with the Rams, no one was drafting him. But now uh-huh. you could probably get him in like the thirteenth round. He'll be like the eighteenth tight end off the board. 
but he realistically yeah. could have 700 yards and you know eight nine touchdowns which would be great for yeah, a well, tight end he's he's lacked consistency but the consistency he's lacked has been based off his usage and it seems like it's going to go up better quarterback play he got a lot better with better quarterback play in one year in Seattle he's got a good quarterback now he's got an offense that should be using him it really looks good yeah and then the uh, last thing I kind of want to wrap up here a couple big name uh players still out and about in free agency land as of right now was it? it's Friday March 25th OBJ still hasn't signed with anybody and Jarvis Landry either. Rumor has it they're both interested in re-signing with Cleveland because now they have Deshaun Watson there. And then Melvin Gordon, he's still out there. And then, you know, it's funny. I saw someone on Twitter say, like, where should Melvin Gordon go? And I said, he should become Austin Eckler's backup now. Because fuck it, why not? Bobby White. Not a bad idea. Let Austin, they do, let Austin be. They do need a little bit better backup there in San Diego. That'd be nice to have. Yeah. Bobby White. The Landry and OBJ player. news is kind of interesting. I didn't realize they were both interested in signing in Cleveland. OBJ's big thing is you're only going to get him for half the year. If yeah. that. And then Landry, I don't. I mean, Landry's solid, but he's not. He's not like my favorite player. But maybe it's just because he's been attached to Baker Mayfield this whole time. I don't know. Could be. I just know that he's been good. He was great in Miami. And he was solid. Dude, he was solid in Cleveland. He was. Even with Baker Mayfield. He's my Logan like, Thomas. He did his thing. He's, there's something about yeah. him that just bothers me. There's just something about his face. Fuck that guy, Logan Thomas. Why'd you have to bring him up? <laughs> Hate him. <laughs> but Oh, man. Well, look at that, boys. We got, we got a nice little episode out there for the people today. Hell yeah. And we're going to keep yeah, reading you guys under, the news. Under an hour and ten minutes this time. We're doing good. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, dude, that's just how much news there was last time. That was only yeah, a week. Crazy. Yeah. That was a whole was week of, of news. And we didn't even cover all of the news. It was just, that's just how much Yeah, there now was. there's going to be less news and we can finally get into the rookie breakdowns. Yes. No, I don't know if that's true because every time we've done an episode, the next fucking day is chaos. So buckle yes. up, listeners. Hold on to your dicks because there's going to be so much news. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, hey, thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Thank you so much and showing your support. Tell your friends about us. Leave us a rating, review, whatever on Spotify or Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast. But, you know, we appreciate the love and the support. We're a little independent show. We want to. We want to grow with you like an erect penis. We want to grow. All we want to do is grow and explode. Mm. Anyways, thank you for listening to us. Catch us on socials, Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter, Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Emails, Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. Again, thank you. Love you. King Josh, Josh the King. Big Rome. Fantasy Fish. Have a good one, y'all.